Hey friend, I know you're here because you're looking for answers for your hormone problems. You want better periods, better energy, and less PMS. And I have a quiz for you that will help you get some of those answers in eight questions. All you need to do is go to leishadrews.com and click the banner at the top of the page that says hormone quiz. You'll be able to answer those questions in about three minutes and find out which of the top three hormone imbalances you are dealing with. And you'll get a personalized podcast playlist based on one of those imbalances, whether that's estrogen dominance, adrenal hormone imbalance, or a progesterone imbalance. So go to leishadrews.com and grab that quiz so that you can get started and get more clear on what's going on with your hormones and feel better sooner than later. Welcome to the happily hormonal podcast. Now, if you're a little iffy on whether or not the word hormonal is a good one, you're in the right place. My name is Leisha Drews, registered nurse and functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner turned holistic hormone coach. And after going through my own hormone journey and having my three babies, I actually believe that our hormones are one of the greatest gifts that we've been given as women. And that no matter what you've been told, it's possible for you to have thriving energy, good periods, and a stable mood all month long. And I am here to show you the way. I think it's time to change the narrative around words like hormones and hormonal and start to reclaim the power that we truly have as women, which is the power to change not only our own health, but the health of all of our family for generations to come. Hormone balance doesn't have to feel hard. It can actually feel simple and fun when we do it in a way that aligns with how our bodies were made. If you're ready to start trusting your body again and feeling really good in that beautiful body that you've been given, then grab yourself a yummy drink and maybe a snack and let's do this. Welcome to the podcast today. I am so excited to share with you that I have a special co-host for the first season and she is here with me. We are so excited to talk to you about all things hormones today. So Dr. Heather Rhodes is joining me and I'm going to have her do a little bit of an intro about who she is, what she does, her story. And then I'm going to share a little bit of my story as well before we really dive into the first episode. Yay. Oh my goodness. Okay, Alicia, I am so excited to be here and I'm so excited to just learn your audience and build community alongside of you. It's just the biggest blessing, just watching how you support women and change their lives and allowing me to be a part of it. So I appreciate that. Let's get into, so why do I do what I do and what do I do? So my name is Dr. Heather Rhodes. I run a online, really like women's health education platform. And our main goal is really just to help women understand their hormones, to make them feel simple. And also to just provide them with the resources we believe you need to have. And we do that through group coaching programs and courses. I got into this work after working traditionally in pharmacy for a while And two pieces of that journey really stood out in shaping what I do now. One of them being, I was working in the doctor's offices. So I did a residency specializing in diabetes after pharmacy school, and it's never left me how deeply people want to get better and that people actually want to heal and they don't just want more and more medications. And they're not always looking for a quick fix, but we unfortunately have a healthcare system that has been designed and kind of the further along it goes, the more we can see how clear that is a little bit more of the intention, which works really well for short-term conditions. But when we think about how 
we're really setting our bodies up for success and longevity, like long life that we can enjoy. It doesn't always work well to just create dependency on these substances or chemicals. And I'll never forget thinking one day it just hit me and was like, man, did God really design our bodies to just all of a sudden need these synthetic chemicals to survive for, you know, the next 30, 40 years which, you know, a lot of that came from pharmacy school, realizing like people, they don't really teach us how to get people off of medications. And then I'd say the second part of my journey that's been so helpful was, you know, when I became the patient and I had familiarity with writing clinical trials and working for drug companies. And so I was able to use literature to kind of guide our journey. And I knew that that was a big blessing because not a lot of people have that. And being a patient in the realm of fertility, you very quickly realize that the answers you need are not happening. And you get these little bits and pieces all throughout the journey, but no one ever connects the dots and like teaches you the basics from the beginning. It's not a very chronological, like clear way of understanding what your goal is. And now that I know it, and I was able to learn it, I'm just so passionate about making sure women understand that like Fertility is honestly very, very easy and very, very simple. And it has become so complicated, mainly because we're kept in the dark. So yeah, that's a huge piece of our practice too. It's just making sure women understand again, that like your fertility and your hormones are so important and intricate and just something that can really push your life towards what you're looking for. It feels harder. You and I are going to talk about that more on today's episode, but it doesn't have to when you have the pieces you need. Yeah. Yeah. I love that so much. I think that that was a big question. So I also worked in the hospital for a long time. I'm a registered nurse. I worked in the hospital almost 10 years and it was literally nine and a half years. So I just always (laughs) say almost 10 years. But one of the things that I noticed was the same that I worked in actually a lot of different areas in the hospital. I started out on medical surgical floor, which is like general And then I started working in the emergency room. And then after that, I started going all over the hospital after my first daughter was born because I wanted to have more time with her. And my husband was actually in nursing school. And that was a way that I could work a little bit less and still provide for our family while he was getting through school. And so I have been all over in the hospital. And over time, I also became very like disappointed and disillusioned with my patients that I really loved, there were some that I just saw come back again and again and again with things like COPD and CHF, which is both, (laughs) I say those like everyone knows what they are, but COPD is a lung disease and CHF is congestive heart failure. And so there were many other things that I saw a lot too, but seeing those patients just get sicker and sicker and more medicine and more medicine, obviously sometimes at that point in disease, that's all you can do is give medicine and life-saving care in the hospital. And I always will say there's a place for that. I have personally, actually not myself, but my kids have needed life-saving care in the hospital. And I'm so thankful that that's there. My husband still works in the hospital as well. So I just want to say like, I'm never here and Heather's never here to bash healthcare. And there's a lot of problems with it. And so we have both transitioned into the natural space because we believe that preventative care and not even so much preventative care, but like nourishing the body and giving the body what it needs to prevent illness. I guess that is preventative care, but just to never even get there ideally is what we really believe in. And so much of the time we're just told our labs are normal, normal, normal until 
you need medication or until something's seriously wrong. And so all that to say my own health journey, what started far beyond or far before I started even being a nurse and I had terrible acne as a teenager, like awful. And I was just basically told like, oh, your mom had acne. So you have acne. Take a ton of medications. Take Accutane. That stuff is terrible for you. I know now. Birth control. Definitely take that. That's going to help. It did help. I'll be honest. There were there were some of the things that did help. I took a lot of antibiotics and I just kept being told again and again, like, you just need to take this medication. You just need to do these face creams. And looking back and knowing what those medications do now as a nurse, but also even just like as a health coach doing some of the digging into those medications, no wonder I had hormone issues later because all of those things directly impact not only your hormones, but your gut and your mineral balance and all of these things that are so important for happy hormones. So all of that to say my journey through my own health. And then when I started having kids, my kids' health really just continued to lead me to ask more questions and to find out that if I didn't want medication, basically I was going to need to forge my own path and figure some things out on my own. And I'm so thankful that I had the experiences I had actually, where I was basically continued to be told it's just normal, take a pill. It's normal, take a pill for multiple different conditions. And the kind of the straw that broke the camel's back for me was actually when my daughter was almost two years old, she had asthma symptoms. And I was told by our doctor, like, she's just going to have asthma and she's not quite old enough to actually be diagnosed with it yet, but you need to take these three inhalers home and she's just going to have to take them. Maybe she'll grow out of it. And that was the hard stop for me. I was like, nope, this is my baby. And she does not need to be sick. Like something is wrong. If a two-year-old needs three medications, this is a no. And so that's where I really started diving into learning. And I think if you're listening and you're a mom, you'll be able to relate that like sometimes you don't do it for yourself. And I had started doing some things for myself, but like when it's your baby, you'll do anything. And so I'm, again, I don't love that she was sick when she was little, but I am so thankful for that experience because it allowed me to start asking questions and to start learning about our gut health. That's where we, we a lot of times start in nutrition. And then from there, just understanding how incredible our bodies are and how much they are working for us. And when we have disease, whether that looks like asthma in a kid, or it looks like bad periods, or it looks like an autoimmune disease, any of those things go back to the issue of our bodies having inflammation and there's not safety in the body. And a lot of times that goes back to nourishment. So just realizing that I needed to step in and start doing my own research was a huge turning point for me. And from there, I just kept going and decided to get a certification and I went with functional diagnostic nutrition. And so now I'm able to do the work to dive in and do functional lab work and work one-on-one and in groups with my clients so that we can actually get to the root cause and get some answers as well as learning just to nourish again and getting out of those restrictive patterns. Yes, that is so good. One thing you said about like, what is the type of care we really like focus in on? And I like to call it, it's my own term, probably not in the dictionary, but empowerative care where it's like, hey, we empower you, we educate you, and you can take that to use to be preventative. And I think that's the biggest piece too, is just like having that education to be able to decide what you want to do and like, what are the true implications of the options you have on the table? Like, 
I think about birth control, I think about Accutane. And I think about how when you don't know what's causing your acne, when you don't know what's happening, and somebody presents something to you that looks really good, it's like, okay, I see those before and afters, like, all right, let's do it. But what you're missing is this whole other piece of the story of, okay, well, yes, these are the, what you could experience. However, this is, is what this medicine does and how it actually works. And this is why you have to take a pregnancy test every single month when you're on it. Yeah. Um, And that's what I think is so important is that like, just understanding like, Hey, there's usually two sides to every decision. And our goal is really for you to understand both. And then for you to be able to ask the questions and get the answers you need to understand them. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I love what you said, empowerative care. I love that you made up that word, but empowered is something that comes to my mind every single time I think about how I want women to feel when they work with me or when they learn from me, because I feel like so much of our power has not been taken from us, but we just don't even realize that we're giving it up some of the time. And so when we go to the doctor and we're basically told like birth control is your only option, that's not empowering. And so we're here to teach you what is going on in your body and how you can support your own body. Because the goal really is that you are your own sovereign being and you're able to take care of your health and you're not relying on not only the medical system, hopefully ever, but maybe at least just for emergencies. And even that you're not necessarily relying on a health coach super long-term that you are able to understand and connect with your body again. So this premise that I mentioned a minute ago of our bodies are working for us is something that I think is so important as a mindset shift, as you're starting to learn more about your hormones and learn more about your body, because it feels like sometimes it's working against us. And I know I felt like that. And I know you have too, Heather, like when I had acne, it was awful. And I obviously was desperate to do something because I did all of these different things. And even with my history of migraines, those type of things, sometimes you feel desperate and you feel like your body is just against you. And the truth is when you start to look at things from a root cause perspective, your body is always trying to protect you and your body loves you and wants you to survive. And so, so many of our symptoms are actually our body trying to tell us that something is wrong and get the help that it needs basically. Yeah. And I think what's so important about what you mentioned there is typically, I mean, we are just trained as women to blame ourselves, right? Like in almost every situation, at some point, most of us are just feeling like we're going to blame ourselves. We're going to let that shame and that guilt and those emotions come in. And here's the thing with your body. Yes, it feels very emotional, but I think the reason it feels emotional is because you're missing that education and that empowerment. So there's a level of vulnerability there and trust in something you may not actually trust. So that opens us up right away to a very like heightened emotional kind of like understanding of how our bodies work. And I believe that that starts at such a young, young age. And the other thing that I remember clicking for me one time was what if this isn't like emotional, but simply a cause and effect? Like what if what my body's doing isn't because it just sucks. Maybe it's not because it's my genetics. Maybe it's not because like, this is just the hand I was dealt. Maybe it truly is that my body is getting a very black or white signal from me to do what it's doing. And all I have to do is just simply change that signal. And my body will do something different. 
I remember like literally light bulbs going off when I started thinking about that because everything I was doing felt so emotional and I felt in such this battle with my body. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because there were so many emotions coming up for me because of this vulnerability and this lack of understanding. And really when I look at where did all that come from, it came from not having the education I needed to know how my body worked. I knew Mm -hmm. nothing about it. I mean, imagine like if you were trying to put together an Ikea dresser without the 50 pages of instructions Ikea (laughs) gives you to put the dresser together, like how many emotions come into that experience? Whereas if you've got the YouTube video pulled up, you've got the instructions written out right there. Maybe you even have somebody who's put the dresser together for you sitting right there beside you. Think about what that experience looks and feels like. It's light. It's fun. You laugh when you put something in the wrong place. Like it's an entirely different situation. And I think that that is what we have to understand from the beginning as women of like, Hey, yes, the emotions are valid and there's a reason, but also what if like, just imagine, just think about like, what if we took those apart for a second and just thought about from a simply like cause and effect scenario, could something be going on here with your body? That's not your fault. Could it be something that could very easily be changed with the right next step, with the right change in your signals? And I think that's why, you know, I think that's why it doesn't feel like our bodies are working for us because a lot of times we don't get the manual. We're just told Mm -hmm. like, hey, you know, you want to put this together. You know, you want to see this result. You know, you want less acne and better periods. Nobody's giving you the manual to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And even like speaking of the manual, right? So many of the women that we talk to, have gone down a a million rabbit holes on the internet. And so sometimes we think we have the manual and we're like, okay, yes, this is the thing, right? So intermittent fasting, it's going to be the thing, right? We'll talk about that in another episode. Um, But you get down this rabbit hole of like, oh, maybe I just need the like flow, happy supplement, right? Because there's all the different flow supplements, but you get that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You get the Instagram ad. That's like, take this one supplement. It's going to fix your hormone problems. Heck yes. Right. Like 30 bucks. Let's do it. The problem with that and with the restrictive diets with intermittent fasting is that we're not looking at the root cause. And so we see so much of the time women chasing symptoms whether that's with medication, whether it's with supplements, whether it's with restrictive diets, and we get into this headspace. And I'm not saying like, I haven't done this. I've done this. We both done this. That's why I'm talking about it. So it's not that I've seen other women only. I've also done it. And it feels so complicated when you are in the space where you're like, I can't eat any dairy. And I also can't have any sugar or any carbs And I'm taking these supplements. My husband is super annoyed with the supplement cabinet because he knows how expensive they all are and they're falling out all the time. And I'm not even taking them because I don't actually know if they're helping and I still have these symptoms and maybe I'm even feeling worse than I was before. And so seeing that over and over again just makes me so sad, basically, that there is so much conflicting information, but that also most of the conflicting information comes from. Number one, people who are trying to sell you stuff, which is fine. There's reasons to sell you stuff, especially when they're coming from a place of truly wanting to help. But a lot of times there's just these like quick fixes and those are not going to be supportive long-term. But a lot of times it's also that you're just missing most of the picture. So you're chasing symptoms. 
chasing a supplement for a bad period when the truth is there's underlying issues that are causing the bad period. So one thing that I want you to walk away with today, if nothing else, is that your hormones are not imbalanced in a vacuum. Your hormones are not doing their own thing. So if you think you have estrogen imbalances or progesterone deficiency, that is not the issue that needs to be chased down. And maybe there's no issue that actually needs to be chased down, but realizing that when your body is in a place that it doesn't feel safe, it is not going to prioritize reproduction because your body is working for you. And reproduction is something that comes out of an abundance of energy. Your libido comes out of an abundance of energy. And so if you're in the place where you're restrictive dieting, you're taking a bunch of supplements, you're just super stressed out about the whole process or just life in general, and you're not getting what you need, that is a recipe for hormone disaster every single time. And so there are multiple layers of that, but I want you to hear that if you are coming here and you're like, I think I have a hormone imbalance, you definitely may have a hormone imbalance. And that is usually not the problem in and of itself. Hey, sorry for the interruption. I just wanted to tell you that if you love this podcast and keep coming back for more, if you feel seen and heard here, then you have to join us in the community and nourish your hormones. Nourish your hormones is my signature step-by-step program that I have built over the last five years. And it gives you the most simple, straightforward, and real life advice that you need to balance your hormones. This means better periods, more energy, better PMS. And what it really means is that you start to come out of the fog. You start to have the capacity that you want for the things that are so important to you. I walk you through six steps, but spoiler alert, the first two steps get the most results. So you have two steps between you and happier hormones. Instead of waiting till it feels like the perfect time and going through a couple more bad periods, a couple more moody months, why don't you join us today and start to get the answers and the support that you need. I'll be there with you every step of the way, cheering you on. Just go to alishadrews.com forward slash nourish your hormones and use the code HH podcast for a special podcast discount. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. And you know, one thing too, that when you were talking, it just kind of hit me when you're talking about like, what is driving you to kind of chase the next answer? And like, what are people really kind of looking for? And one thing that I think is different that I just encourage a lot of women, like, Hey, if you're going to invest in learning about your body, if you're going to invest in, you know, something to help with your hormones in general, if you do not already have the understanding of how they work, of how to change those signals of your foundations, then do not think that a supplement is going to fix the whole picture. And I think that's exactly what you're saying. And that's where I think the difference in someone considering like, well, cause I hear this and I'm like, well, okay, how do we help people understand what to do to support their hormones? And I think one of the things is like, it's got to be educational driven. And so when you're thinking about, you know, what you're going to jump into or how you're going to come in and support your body, I just always encourage people like make sure that you will be walking away, learning something and helping yourself kind of have this skill of being the expert in your own body. And if you're being sold something that 
sounds like a quick fix. If it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. And you know, that right off the bat tends to eliminate 90% of the things that are driven by diet culture, because we know that especially as women, we're not in a culture that fosters and promotes hormone balance. They use hormones as a marketing gimmick to get you to buy into skinny culture, to weight loss culture. Even it's, it's so sad, but even the idea of hormones being balanced is being used to sell things that really just help you lose weight and typically use pathways that keep your hormones out of balance. So I just wanted to add that in here because I know it can feel hard to think like, okay, well, how do I know if I'm just kind of like being sold this mirage of something that's not really going to help? And I think one of the key things you can utilize is kind of your filter there is if I don't get the result that this product promises, will I still walk away knowing something more about my body and how it works, learning a specific skill, understanding something about my gut or my liver and how to support it. And I think that's a really good filter just to hold on to as you are thinking about how are you going to get support? Right. Yeah. And when you're, when you're looking for more in-depth support or like truly finding that next step, I think looking for that empowerment is exactly what you're saying. And that's so, so key. So that when you walk away from the next thing that you learn, it's not more confusing. It's actually more clarifying. So a couple of things that I just wanted to briefly mention when we talk about hormones, you know, not being their own thing, basically, is that I want to create awareness of how the body is working for you and how things are working together. And so, so many of the times that I dive in with women and what we found in our own past is that there are multiple organ systems that are always working together. And it kind of causes this cascade effect that turns into a hormone issue usually. And so one of the first things that I always like to start to look at is the gut and just realizing that in your digestive system, there are so many triggers for stress on the body. If you're not eating enough, that's huge. If you're not getting the nutrients you need, that's huge. If you have a lot of imbalances in your gut, if you have a lot of stress on your gut, if your gut lining is leaky because of lots of different options of things, there's all kinds of things, but stress is one of them, (laughs) emotional stress. Yeah. There's so many things just with the gut that can be causing inflammation and stress on the body. And when there is stress on the body, your hormones are not going to be prioritized. Hormone balance is not going to be prioritized. And again, that's your body working for you. And then we go to the liver and the same thing is true with the liver. When there's like an excess of toxins coming in, when your liver is maybe not getting the nutrients that it needs because you're not eating them, when there are excess hormones, whether that's from you making excess hormones or storing excess hormones or taking birth control, all of those things impact your liver. Your blood sugar balance is really impacted by your liver health. And so all of these things, just realizing like, again, gut health is sort of its own thing, but not really. It works with the liver and it works with the hormones. The thyroid is also incredibly important in having energy and balanced hormones. And your thyroid needs a healthy gut and a healthy liver for you to be able to process and use thyroid hormones well. And so all of this to say, there is just so much more to the picture and that's not meant to be overwhelming. It's just more meant for you to open your mind and give your body some grace in realizing that 
it really does go back to this mindset of nourishing your body versus trying to restrict and basically like beat it into submission because our bodies are incredible and they can move towards healing and move towards balance when they just have what they need. And when basically we're not just driving more and more stress into our lives. You know, I don't think there's any doubt that the people listening have an understanding of what stress is and when they feel stressed. But I think one thing that's just kind of this light bulb moment, hopefully they can have when listening to this with the way you just described it, Leisha, is that we are not simply talking about when you feel stressed. If you feel stressed, your body has likely already been stressed for a while. And I want you to think of this not even as, again, like an emotional aspect of stress, We're talking specifically about like stress placed on the body. So it's almost stress from this physiological sense. And what that means is that you could have an amazing life that is very carefree and does not feel stressful at all, but your body could be stressed out because maybe, you know, one thing Leisha just mentioned was the liver and all these different tasks the liver does. Well, the cool thing about the liver is it can only do each of those tasks at one time. So it's only doing one thing at one time. Very similar, you know, to most of us, we can only do one thing well. So let's say you're living this very like carefree life and you don't have a ton of emotional stress, but you you struggle to eat. You just kind of grab your kids goldfish on the way out the door. You tend to just kind of like snack for lunch if you don't have leftovers, no big deal. You feel fine doing that. You're not getting hunger cues. You're you're fine doing that. That is going to be a stress on your liver because your liver is going to have to spend all day trying to regulate your blood sugar, which means it's not spending its scheduled time detoxing or making hormones or breaking down hormones. So I just give you that example because I think sometimes we hear stress and immediately go to that place in our body of like when we feel stress. And a lot of us don't necessarily exist like that all of the time. But our question is hey, could your body be? existing like this without you necessarily intentionally knowing that's the case. Yeah. Yes, definitely. I think so many stories that I've heard from clients and just other women is that like a lot of times we don't even realize the symptoms that we have because we're so used to them until they start to go away. And then you kind of wake up at the end of two weeks or four months or whatever time frame, And you're like, oh, I forgot that I used to wake up in the morning and feel anxious. I thought that was just me. I forgot that I used to have constipation every month around my period. I thought that was just normal. Like things like that, that feel so regular to you. Once they start to go away and your body becomes more regulated, you have this sense of like, oh, like I didn't even know that that wasn't normal. Yeah. And Leisha, you mentioned a couple things, you know, talking about how all of these organs and these systems work together and something you hit on a lot with safety. And so I'm curious, you know, to hear from you, like what does creating more safety in the body look like? So creating safety in the body is really a kind of a step-by-step process. But one of the things that I think is the very first step and the most important is just realizing that your body is working for you. And I know I've said this several times, but I want you to hear that because when we stop working against our body and we start working with our body, as much as that may seem a little like out there, but when you think about it, 
if you've been frustrated with how you've been feeling and if you feel like you've been like trying to feel better, but almost in a like combative way against the symptoms that you have or your body, a lot of times that can be a stressor in and of itself. And so starting to shift your perspective to how can I let my body know that things are safe and my emotions, that things are safe. And so the biggest thing that I always start with is nourishment and consistency there. And we both have a lot of resources on that. And we're going to be talking about that more in future episodes, but really just realizing that like you are a living, breathing human being, you're not a toddler and that you need to eat enough food to sustain your body throughout the day is huge and mostly always missing when there's hormone imbalances, to be honest. And so realizing that it is okay to be in the space that you're in right now. You may not be in a place that you want to be with your health or your energy or your weight. And you're there for a reason. Your body is working for you. And when you can start to just simply focus on giving yourself a little bit more grace, realizing that you need nourishment, I see huge changes just right there. And I think other ways that we can create safety as well is instead of, you know, that supplement cabinet, some of the time it's so much more simple than we think. And it's getting out in the sunshine. It's laughing with your kids. It's doing something that is fun and getting out of your house and having some connection. All of those things can be missing in our busy lives a lot of times, and they are signals of safety. And so it's not always about food and supplements. It is also about like how you're feeling emotionally and creating more joy. Yeah, that's so, so good. And you know, this is kind of what root cause really means. What it really is, is saying, Hey, you have a body that has all of these different systems. And, you know, we're going to teach you so much more about each of those systems and what they do and how you can support them. But root cause is truly where you look at, okay, think of this like a company that has a whole bunch of different departments. We really want to make sure that each department has what it needs by looking at the health of the company overall. And this is what we mean when we say, Hey, nourish your body, create safety, focus on stress. It's because a lot of times you're spending your time looking at how do I heal my thyroid? How do I fix my liver? How do I fix my gut? Root cause is when we look at the body as a whole and say, Hey, you know what? You have all of these systems and they work really, really well. Your body is so good at keeping things balanced, especially, you know, hormone health is my jam, my specialty. And, you know, leashes too. And your body balances your hormones better than I, your doctor, your creams, your oils ever will. But in order for your body to do that, it has to have what it needs, the right signals and the right ingredients. And that's truly what root cause is. It's saying, Hey, let's look at if there's a disruption in one of these systems, if there's, you know, a place where something's out of balance, let's look at how the overall support is going and address that first. And then we can move into the specifics. But I find that even in the functional holistic world, most people do it backwards and go straight into like, okay, well, this is disrupted. Let's start here. And even if you have the most amazing, you know, gut protocol and gut health, you know, kind of protocol that you are tackling, if your body as a whole still isn't being supported, if you're basically like the way that you are giving your body what it needs and sending it signals still is kind of in this place that's just not ideal, then it could be why you feel like you've tried everything 
and you haven't seen results. It could also be why literally taking us full circle in this conversations that you might feel like your body's not working for you because really we've got to get that kind of root of does your body have what it needs to function well covered first. Right. Right. I love that. I feel like you said that so well, and I'm super excited. Like we will be diving into many of the things we mentioned more in depth in the future, but what we would love for you to walk away with today is really just questioning what you've believed about your body a little bit. And I would, we would both actually love to hear from you if you're listening to this and you're like, wow, I didn't realize I was working against my body or I realized that I don't have safety in my body now. I'd love to hear from you and hear your experiences. And we, like I said, we'll be diving into all of this so much more. And so we will definitely keep your opinions in mind as we go forward. And we'd love to hear your questions and we will see you next time. Thank you so much for spending your time with me today for listening. And I hope that you were encouraged and learned something new. If you enjoyed this podcast, would you be willing to share it with a friend and to leave us a review? I believe that every woman deserves to understand her body and feel great in it. And you can help me in this mission by sharing the podcast. If you're also feeling like you're ready for the next step and you're really ready to dive in in your hormone journey, my course Nourish Your Hormones is created specifically for you. It's a step-by-step blueprint to increase your metabolism, restore energy, and have better periods and mood every single month. I would love to connect with you. So come over and join me on my Instagram page at Leisha Drews and send me a message if you have questions or just want to tell me something that you enjoyed about this episode. I can't wait to meet you.